This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions Contest, $14 million up for grabs. Go get all the details over at CircusSports.com. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's the Open Betting Show with your boy, Boston Capper, and very special guest, Pamela Maldonado from Yahoo Sportsbooks. Pamela, how are you? Hot. It's 120 <laughs> degrees in Austin. We're literally melting as we speak. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dry heat in Texas, though, right? So it makes I mean, it okay. it's still hot. <laughs> Do you want to be outside? You pre, before we started recording, no. you're like, why were you outside? Because <laughs> you kind of have to do Yeah, that. exactly. Well, it's like Florida. I mean, when it's like 98 and like 99% humidity, it's like you got to go outside for short bursts. Like it's miserable. Like breathing <laughs> through a cheesecloth. The, uh, but yeah, so uh, it's really hot there. I, I was reading that. It's like hot everywhere. It's like record temperatures like in France and Italy. It's like ruining Europe. So pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. We'll see. We'll see if that has any uh, any effect on the open. Maybe you can get us some fucking wind and some bad weather. Like instead of just have a nice docile open, which I always hate. I want to see the carnage. I want to see the winds. I want to see the course's defenses. So, um, well, the yeah, so I guess what are you looking? The weather it actually looks really good. The wind doesn't seem like know. it's going to be an issue for at least three days. We don't know if the projected forecast for Sunday is going to hold up. But Thursday, Friday, and Saturday looks pretty steady. And I'm kind of disappointed with that because, like Same. you, I want the carnage. What we have seen all season long in the PGA is an absolute birdie fest, 20 <laughs> under, 27 under. I mean, can we please have, like, an actual tournament? <laughs> I know, I know, and it's and and this course is gonna. I mean, look, it, 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 these courses are set up where the wind is really the fucking only defense. So we'll see. Exactly. I mean, the course looks fun. I mean, uh, the the whole new they've made some changes, tried to make it harder, but the RNA doesn't do what um, the PGA does. Like they're not gonna mess with the course. The course is gonna play how it's gonna play, um, and that's why I was gonna ask. So like, so they one of, one of my books has all these bets, like for all the scores at like seventy and a half. With the juice to the over, I don't understand. Do they know something that we don't? That's, that's why I'm scared. I was like, <laughs> Rory McIlroy shot 15 under back in 2014. How much more difficult could they have made the course from then until now? And as well, you well, mentioned, so, so just just round, yeah, just round one scores, right? But but I mean, it's it, that's crazy. The only two that have there's no and wind on Thursday, and the, there is going to be rain has made the greens a little bit more susceptible, soft. a soft. Yeah. So, which makes it easier because instead of having those roll-offs, if you look at the greens, they're very undulated. They're small, tiny-ass greens, and they just, mm -hmm. like, slope drop off. So, if you if there was no rain, what could happen is you hit your shot. Oh, man, that looks really good. Get some backspin, mm -hmm. and oh, it's going to roll off, off for the for miles. <laughs> but now, because there's yeah, rain, now the greens are going to hold the ball, and you're not going to see that as much. Um yeah. Or you shouldn't see that at all. So it's actually going to make it if you hit pin high, you're probably going to stay pin high and gives you more opportunity for birdie chances. Yeah, I'm not. I'm confused with that score. Me too. Um, Me too. Yeah. I was like, I, so I texted. I texted Steve because he's off with the baby, but I still texted him. I'm like, yeah, what am I missing here? I was like, all the like every single one is seventy and a half. Is like, they made this a par seventy one. All my guys got to do is shoot one under in round one. And it's juice to the over. I was like, I was like, I was. What, is the wind like? Did the wind change in the last two hours that I didn't see? So I'm definitely monitoring that. I'm 
open. It might just be a mistake. I've caught this local with a huge mistake before, and he paid out. So um, it could just be that. Sexy. It could just be a mistake. <laughs> exactly. So I hope that's the case. That would be nice. The uh, get some get some hopefully some sweat free money on Thursday. That would be fun. Um, all right. So have you? So did you make your bets like you normally do? Or are you waiting for the weather? I've made um, so. Early into the week, because the Scottish Open has like, because it's not the Scottish Open, because they're in Scotland and there's that time mm. change, I got my bets in earlier than I typically do. Okay. I did still have my long list, but what's been working for me, I've hit two outrights in the last three weeks. Yep. It's my fifth that I've hit um, this year. Because yeah, I had, when I went on a little, I went on another yeah, stretch. You went on a heater. Yeah. I went on another stretch early in the year around March where I hit three in a five week period. Yep. So I'm kind of, but what I've been doing with my strategy, I haven't changed anything, but I have just been more precise. So I typically have my long list of players, like six, seven players. And I'm like, okay, I want to bet three or four. I'm only betting one. Two weeks, three weeks ago, I said I'm betting Ricky Fowler, and he, oh. Ricky Fowler got it done. Last week, I said I'm betting Rory, Rory got it done. And this week, I'm All doing right. the same thing. I got one player on my outright list that I'm just like, you kind of just have to go with it. And if it works out, cool. And if it doesn't, I still have confidence that this player is going to finish in the top ten, even in the top five. Um, are we talking outrights already? Yeah, I mean, fucking, we're already here. You might as well. <laughs> you said you we're got talking, one. We got? And I'm going with Scotty Shuffler. I mean, All right. this is this is not a strong field, um, in my opinion. It's not like the strongest that we've seen out of everything. But I mean, you're you're talking about what if you look at the aerial view? So what we know about this course, right? You have to go back to what we know about this course. Yep. We don't know much because we haven't played at this course since 2014. Right. So uh, looking at the pure aerial views. It's very thin fairways. You got these like pop bunkers where and pop bunkers just means that they're deep as heck. <laughs> and so if you hit in there, good job, good luck because you're hitting above your head and it's just weird and you can't see anything. It's blind. So if you end yeah. up hitting in those, great. So there's two ways that you can avoid by these fairways. You're either going to like hit precise right down the middle in these like 20 yard wide <laughs> fairways, or you're going to like absolutely bomb it over these bunkers where it doesn't come into play. Well, Scotty Scheffler is kind of like the perfect player right now. If you're talking about who is absolutely great off the tee, yes, you can always first and foremost consider uh, Rory McIlroy, who off the tee is fourth in the field. But then you got to look at Scotty Scheffler, who is first from tee to green in absolutely nearly every category on tour uh, right now it's historic this run that he's on with like the strokes gain metrics and like all like it's it's insane like it's 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 i don't even know like how to describe it and the fact that he hasn't gotten a win during the stretch is insane Exactly. (laughs) I don't think that people are talking enough about, and the reason why you have somebody like Ricky Fowler who gets all a lot of attention is because, right, he's the cool kid. He's like a handsome fella. He's like stylish. You know, new baby. He's very like a little bit more like flamboyant. You know what I mean? He's just gonna get. He's just like a natural star. But if you look at Scotty. What about him says like he's number one? Nothing. (laughs) Like he's such a typical like homegrown southern boy. Like it's macaroni on the weekend, (laughs) pops up a beer. Like there's just like nothing about him that shouts star power. So what he's doing is yes, absolutely unprecedented in the history of golf. Only one player has been stronger than Tiger Woods. I mean, then yeah. Scotty Scheffler and it's Tiger yeah, yeah. Woods. Tiger like, Woods. Yeah, yeah. You're like comparing 
the best player in and out compared to the best player of all time, that's Scotty. He's yep. number one off the tee. He's off number one off the in strokes gain total. He's number one in approach. Like he's literally number one in every single category. And like you said, he hasn't won. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's I mean, he has won twice this season, but right, right. but during this during this ridiculous stretch, he I should think be I, winning I, every tournament. <laughs> he's made like I think he's made without the wins. He's made like. I think it was like 16 million. I think I saw just, just it, during this stretch with no wins. He still made like 16 million. Cause he's, he's a top three, top five machine. It's ridiculous. I mean, just think of this absolute run. Scheffler has played yep. 16 total tournaments in 2023, 16 in all 16. He has placed 12th place or better. Seven That's of those 16 it. have been top fives. It's yeah. just absolutely remarkable, but he fits the skill set. I'm talking about looking at the aerial view of this course. You have to hit in those little narrow landing spots, and you have to be yep. really good around the green. We're talking about like the rain is going to make it a little uh, it's going to grab onto the ball a little bit more. At some point, it's going to dry up. It's not raining every day. There's no rain in the forecast. It's there's no wind in the forecast. So if you give a player, give me a player that is absolutely great off the tee in both accuracy and distance i'm it's beneficial if you're both i will always take accuracy over distance in my opinion you give me a player like that who is absolutely stellar around the green he is second around the green and yes it's his putting that is absolutely wonky but other than like that is the most volatile part of any player's game it's gonna happen if he's like just name a player if you look at his this is what this is like the stat that absolutely blows my mind and people are just like, aren't going to make sense of it. Addy okay. Shuffler in one tournament, in one tournament, lost like 10 strokes putting. So and he still strokes. took like third. Yeah. It's crazy. I, it, it is crazy what he's doing. And I mean, look at the, I mean, even when he won at the players, he was, I think he was still like slightly negative with the putting, but if he just has a net neutral day, his, his iron play, and his around the green, like he chips in what, like at least twice a tournament. Like I feel like at least at least twice a goddamn tournament right, he yeah. chips in. Uh, Scotty's the one who I'm afraid of. Uh, uh, we had a discussion about him on like DFS. I think Cameron's going to bet him. I'm pretty sure Matt Matt's going to bet him. And I don't, I can't. I mean, I can't. Seven to eight to one, like whatever. Like especially if you're going to single bullet it. The fact that he has not won is absolutely absurd. Uh, so I don't hate it. And you know me, I usually hate the short bets. But I mean, if you're going to if you if you're going to take between him and Rory. I don't see Rory going back to back, the pressure of the open, that type of thing. Plus, you know, man, I don't really mm-hmm. like it. So, uh, yeah, Scotty, I, I, hey, man, yeah, Scotty is a, Scotty's a stud. And the fact that he hasn't won is insane. So, I like playing. What I'm He's got to win it. But what I'm doing is Scotty Shuffler. I'm not just taking him as only as an outright. You know that yeah. I like to do my top 20 market. So, I'm actually yeah. placing, playing Scotty Shuffler as the latter. And I don't do this in, I don't, I don't do this where I'm taking right. a player to finish in the top 10 and in the top five. And as an outright, because yeah, there's a chance that he may not be well with his putter again and finish solo second or finish yep. T three or whatnot. But I trust him for a top ten, and it's only minus one twenty odds. Hell yeah, I'm taking that every single time because there's only two yeah. players on tour that I absolutely trust week after week to finish in the top ten. Scheffler is one of those two players. Now you're telling me that he has how many consecutive top five finishes and you're getting yeah, plus 175 for a top yeah. five. I'm yeah. a fire on that as well. And then yep. seven and a half to one. Yeah, those odds aren't great, but there's ways to combat that. And we always talk about first round leader. Take him as a first round leader. If that doesn't hit, you still have the plus money for him to win as an outright, or you can p- potentially get better odds after round one. Yeah. I, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, first round leader. I like the latter play, especially when you're doing like a set like 
just anybody under 10 to 1, I think you should ladder it, right? That way you're at least protecting what you think is going to, at least you're going to cash some placements, at least what you would think, right? With somebody that's that heavy of a favorite. And yeah, it's going to be, uh, I, I mean, I can see these guys tearing this place apart if we get no win. So yeah, it should be, uh, should be interesting. Uh, before, I, before I jump into any uh, Amaya writes, uh, Circa Millions and Circa Survivors backs 14 million bucks up for grabs. The Millions is five NFL picks against the spread each week. Circa Survivors just pick one money line winner each week and you can't use it again. You have to enter in Vegas, but you can play from anywhere. Sports Game Podcast will be out there the last weekend of August. CircaSports.com for all the details. CircaSports.com. All right. So I got a bunch of losers. That's what I'm betting. <laughs> um, so I was hoping you were going to convince me of somebody in like the twenties or the thirties, but now that you I have, no, I have a list of players and I'm okay. going to, I'll probably end up talking about them in the top twenties and the top tens. Okay. Right. But like I said, every week I've been, you know what, why am I going to fire on five, 10 play people? Like I'm not that type of better. So I'm just going to risk yeah. it on the one. And unfortunately yep. twice out of the last three weeks, it's been, it's worked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And look, I, I, I I like your odds of hitting better than these bombs because I took I took some bombs right. So I took Sibu Kim at two hundred to one because it's ridiculous that he was two hundred to one. Is it though? Throw, throw fifteen bucks on it. Yeah, it absolutely is ridiculous. He's like, he wins on the PGA the tour. <laughs> he's he's actually improved around the green a lot, um, and he's been a lot steadier than normal. And whatever, it's two hundred to one. This guy won at TPC Sawgrass, uh, which a lot of people are using as a comp course uh, for this. He plays well at Augusta. I know the greens aren't the same, but yeah, I just thought the pricing was absolutely egregious on Siwo, and uh, he's one of my guys. I don't think he's actually going to win, uh, but at 200 to 1, I mean, crazier shit has happened. It is golf. So, mm -hmm. um, and then I took uh, my boy Keeks. I thought that was also insulting. Yeah, 125 to 1. He's long and straight. His aim putting is. Keegan Bradley? Really? Yeah, Keegan Bradley, yeah. Uh, he's long and straight. Great iron player. Like, top notch iron player. His aim putting is. Yeah, good around the green. His aim putting is super annoying to fucking watch, um, even as my as my guy. But his putter has turned around. Uh, I mean, he just won Travelers, an elevated event. His open history kind of stinks, uh, but whatever. It's one twenty five to one. Um, so those are my two long shots. And then for whatever reason, I I never bet. This, I didn't bet this guy when he was on the tour. I, but for some reason, Bryson stepped, jumped out to me. I don't know if it was the number at sixty five to one. It's, it's going to be a flat golf course. What always gets him in trouble is when uh, um, he doesn't have a flat lie. He's an amazing Bryson putter. He's lost all that bulk. Yeah, Bryson. Yeah, yeah. And so he's an amazing putter. It does worry me around the green. Is he imaginative enough? Um, right. his, short, his short game is not the best, but he is an excellent putter. Uh, when I saw him up at Oak Hill uh, in person, he was striping the ball. We know if he does club down um you know with his driving iron and his three wood he's super accurate and he's still super long he's still gonna hit his two iron if he takes his two iron out he's gonna hit it 300 yards you know so uh at 65 to one i mean the problem is with live guys like i don't really watch it i rely on other people to tell me how it's going um and he's been middling i guess but you know he's trending in the right direction in the majors this year anyway and he's 65 to one and then i took the two shorter guys that i took it's so steve does this game where it's trends and eliminations and you know, 10 of the 10 uh, past winners did this nine of the 10 did this. And like, we right. check all the boxes, right? So the winner of the contest was Ricky Fowler. And I, <laughs> so I'm betting him, but just because I think the last time I think it wasn't the open. It was, I don't remember what major it was, but we, we had him and we didn't bet. We didn't bet him because we didn't like the number. And so we were very up. So now we just bet it every year, every major regardless or whatever, whatever the system 
close to that. We bet it. Uh, but Ricky has a really good uh, open history. He plays links golf well. Kind of faded a little bit uh, on Sunday over in, over at the Scottish, but yep. it's nothing. It's nothing like this golf. Right? It's completely different. So I'm not worried about that. Uh, he's been, uh, you know, f- for obviously Scotty's playing a lot better, but for Ricky to be playing as well as it is, it's more shocking than Scotty, who was the number one player in the world last year, to be playing. Hey, still you don't, really, you don't really have good. to convince me. If you've been if, <laughs> to anybody who's been listening to me and following yep. me, I have tooting. I've been tooting his horn oh, yeah. for months and months since pre Valero yep. Texas Open, and I knew that a win was coming. I even announced it. I said, "A win is coming," <laughs> and I was <laughs> laughed at, and I was shamed at, and I was like, "What are you doing? He hasn't won in years." Remember. Everybody is a loser until you're not. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Even at one point, Tim Duncan started with zero wins, and then it's you start true. winning. Like it's the true. legends of the game, they just find a way. And I'm not. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But you don't have to right. convince me on Ricky Fowler. I am probably one of his biggest betting fans because if you oh, I think betting you Fowler in the top twenty market since January, you have made bank. So who cares if you're not winning him? If you're not winning money off of him in the outright market. Yeah. You are doing it wrong if you're not betting him in the top 20 market. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I love that. And so, like, I liked Ricky this week anyways, like, for as far as somebody whose, like, number kind of jumped out to me. And then I'm taking Brooks. Uh, I, same thing, right? He gets this weird uh, narrative that, like, he played the Challenge Tour, played the Euro Tour, so he has all this links experience. His opens are fine. And, um, I just worry about Steve. Steve has me spooked that... It, I don't remember exactly how it plays out, but if he doesn't play the week before a major, his results are middling at best. And he didn't play, obviously, this week because there was no live event. There was one last week in London. Right. But, I mean, Brooks is, uh, I mean, in majors, right? We saw it at Oak Hill. We saw it at the Masters. I, I don't see why he can't do it here. He's long and straight. He can putt. He's good around the green. The only thing I worry about is that the uh, the RNA uh, definitely trolled him uh, by sticking him with Cantlay. And Hideki, two of the slower players on tour. And I was and just going to say that, that, shit. that yeah. he did an interview as to why he did so poorly at T17 at the US Open. Yeah. And it's because the people in front of us were so slow. Yeah. It was he's, he's definitely, playing in front of him. <laughs> That's what's funny about him. Yeah. What's funny about Brooks is he runs this like alpha shit, right? But then he's, uh, then the next minute he's, he's making an excuse on why, right? He's always, he always has a reason on why, which is, I don't know. I was there. I'm not a big Bryce. I'm not, well, not a big Brooks guy either, right? That's Steve's territory. But I like the number. I thought it was probably the f- most fair number on the board. The guy already won a major this year. It's 20 to 1. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with Brooks long and straight. We'll see. The uh, I'm terrified of Scotty. Like, I, 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 yeah, I, I wish I had the discipline to just single bullet. The only person I ever do that on is Rom. And, that, and that's usually because I'm being stubborn about something. Uh, <laughs> well, Rom's so. been struggling around the green, which is why I left I him off my mark because he has one pretty big flaw to his resume this season, and it's around the green. And I just, if you look at these, I don't know, that's just how I look at golf is I just look at the aerial yeah. views and I think of what scenario is going to come to fruition more often. And for me, it's straight off the tee and it is straight around the green. Iron play maybe looks a little bit less important to me. It's going to be, are you going to keep it in the fairway and are you going to give yourself um, are you going to be able to get up and down because these slopes should come into play? And yeah, so I'm probably weighing he- around the green, maybe heavier than most. Um, but we'll see. That's the, yeah. that's, the, that's the beauty of this week is we kind of really don't know. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the thing too. Like everybody's talking about like the accuracy is more important than distance this week because right. of this or that. But I mean, 
who knows? Like these guys might go out and take driver. And like, if they can hit the ball fucking 320 and straight and not be in trouble, they're going to do it. They're not going to club down just for the sake of clubbing down because Tiger did it when he won 15 years ago, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, I, uh, I, I looked long and hard at that ROM number just because it was like 14. I was like, man, when was the last time I saw a ROM at 14? But I couldn't pull the trigger just because I think there is something to that Masters hangover. Um, he hasn't really been playing well since the Masters. Like he said, it's around the green game, suspect. Um, you know, he can putt it. He can putt it here um, versus chipping it, right? He can roll it up. But yeah, last I just when he played, he missed the cut. Yeah, it's just too many, too many, too many bad, bad tastes in my mouth when I was looking at it. But that fourteen number was definitely grabbed my attention for at least for at least for I don't know half hour. So um, all right, well before we break down, uh, who else is on your card? Going to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania Four is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away fifteen million dollars in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to hundred bucks. That's UnderdogFantasy.com promo code SGPN. All right. Who else you got on the cab? What do you want to do? You want to do? I know you love matchups. You want to do to place. Let's look at let's look at top thirty. Um, well, let's go okay. ahead and jump straight to top twenty because there's I'm okay. Well, okay, so top thirty. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I mean, let's go to top thirty because there is one player that I already posted, and it was Minwoo Lee. Um, he's twenty four year old Australian player, and I just there's every week. In the PGA, there's just new players that I've just never heard of, or I become more familiar with because they're right. starting to make noise. And yep. Minuli is secretly one of those players that is making noise. Fifteenth yep. in strokes gain off the tee, fourth best in the field around the green with players with uh, rounds who have had at least thirty-two rounds or more. He has gained Minuli has gained off the tee in straight six straight tournaments, and he's gained in a short game in three out of five. I'm using earlier you were talking about the comp courses. I'm yep. using Oak Hill as a kind of a bit of a similarity only because it's both narrow fairways mm. got slim landing spots, the same similar deep walled bunkers and tiny ass grains. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm not yeah. sure how much of a comparison exactly is, but I know if right, I'm right, looking right. for a precise player off the tee and somebody who's good around the green Oak Hill for me kind of fits that. And he took T18 at the PGA championship, but more impressive. He followed that up with the T5 in the U.S. Open. So that was back-to-back -to -back top 20 finishes in majors. Yep. And you're getting plus yeah. 140 for a top 30 in a field that's probably yeah. a little bit softer. Um, he did play the Scottish Open. He took T35, so that's a bit worrisome because what he is struggling with, he does not gain <laughs> with his iron shots. Um, no. So that's, he actually he is a losing player with his irons, but he more than makes up for it with his short game. So he's fairly new to the PGA. This is probably a player that you're less familiar with as I was because he just earned a special temporary membership on tour in May because of how well he's been doing in these major tournaments. But he finished T6 at the Players' Championship. Yep. He lost six strokes with his irons. And he gained nine from his short game. So, yeah, so yes, like expect him to do bad with his irons, but he's going to make up for it. So I think you're getting mega value for a top 30. If you oh, even yeah. want to be ballsy, get two to one for a top 20. Yeah, I like I like that. So I like Min. Min was going to be super popular in TFS, uh, and and so I think the strokes lost with his irons probably a little um, deceiving because he put it in the drink twice mm -hmm. uh, on a single hole okay. on the Sunday, and so I'm pretty sure that probably added like four strokes right there. So he's not he's 
he's not a great iron player, but he's not like horrific, right? He's not typically losing that many strokes because right. TPC will Sawgrass will jump up and, and grab you. Like you miss it, you're in the water, you're fucking dead. And he put right. it in the water twice, which was yeah. rather funny. But yeah, I like Minwoo a lot. He's uh, he's on my year long fantasy team. So yeah, I uh, scooped him off of, off of waivers a while ago. Uh, so yeah, I, I definitely I definitely like getting plus money uh, on him. Who else you got for top twenties? Uh, that was him for a top 30. I do also like, I'm in 30, full agreement yes. with you on Ricky Fowler for a top yep. 20, only because I've been talking about it. If you're not betting him in the top 20 market, then you're doing it wrong. I've been very fortunate that I have bet him nearly every tournament this year in the top 20 market. So if for whatever reason, it doesn't work out this week. He's more than made up for it in previous weeks. So if you're just now hopping yeah. on the Ricky Fowler train, it's probably not <laughs> as the smart time to do it. <laughs> but my nope. only, yes, you were talking about earlier how my worry is that he did miss the cut at the PGA Championship. That's his one missed cut of the season. But mm -hmm. there's a couple of things that he did well in that. Um, I just talked about the similarities with the PGA Championship compared to this tournament. Narrow fairways, slow landing spots, deep bunkers, small greens. Missed the cut. Okay, so why am I going to take yep. him here? Because I'm fairly optimistic that Ricky Fowler still uh, has progressed since that tournament. Oh, yeah. Not only was that his best driving performance, but that was also his worst putting performance. Um, but even still, he took T42 last week at the Scottish Open. He was in contention through three rounds. He shot a 74 on Sunday. Yep. That was his worst yeah. iron play that he's had since the PGA Championship. And it was his first time losing strokes around the green since March. So yep. he could absolutely rebound here in the spot. Um, my worry as to why I'm not betting him as an outright or like anything better than maybe like a top 30 is because it's kind of starting to show some inconsistency. Um, it's a light inconsistency, but I think he's now becoming more volatile, but more volatile of a player oh. since winning oh. the rocket mortgage classic. And yeah. that's just something that I don't want to like wager on. So yeah. Simply no, out of principle, you take him in the top thirty, top twenty market. Yeah, I I definitely love that, and uh, and and so I, and Ricky missed the he missed the cut on the number at the PGA too. He had a he really bad he had really yep. bad Thursday and grinded his ass off on Friday. So I love when golfers do that. Like the guys who who they at least show up on Friday and you can tell they're either they either grind and make the cut and then have a good weekend or at least make the attempt. They don't just like full eject and shoot another plus four and peace out uh, on the tournament. So yeah, I love I, I love Ricky for a top twenty. Um, I got Ricky as a top twenty as well. I got some more longer shots for a top twenty. I have one that I think you'll like. I, I'm pretty sure that I don't know. I, these things always scare me. They seem like fucking suckers bets, but it's major, so I'll I'll jump in like a square. So Rory and Scotty both top twenty minus one fifteen. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't that know is how that this is. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how this loses. I don't know. How does that not hit? Yeah, I don't know. But these things terrify me, and it's because I'm so superstitious and I've been burned by bets that look like locks before. I mean, look, but, I'm talking yeah, about Shuffler. I'm talking about Shuffler here being like the best in the field for a lot of things. But at some point, when does the regression catch up to him? Uh, that's really the only thing yeah. that could happen. Is yeah. he has been playing lights out with his ball striking? Is there ever a time where we see that fail him? That's really the only worry. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's I. Yeah, so I, that, but those things always spook me. Uh, but yeah, so that, I, I, I like that one. And I got a couple long shots. Uh, what do you think about um, uh, Grio at six to one for a top 20? That's a, I love those long, long shot top 20s. Those are fun because usually what will happen, at least in my experience, when you have anywhere between like a six and a 12 to one and a top 20, 
they'll be hanging around, teasing you, flirting you uh, all the way through. And then Sunday, they have an awful round and they go to like T23 or completely eject and go to like uh, 44. I mean, <laughs> he loses strokes around the green. So I'm not, <laughs> I can't, yeah. I could not, just, I could not get put a player on my card who does not do well or at least is neutral around the green. And he's not yeah, one he's, of the players. So, yeah. Yeah, me, I get it. But get we know it. that you like those laundry lists of <laughs> yeah, and and he's he's actually he's he's pretty he's pretty straight off the tee, decently yeah. long. Uh, he played his, his cuts mid- in his last four. Yeah, but a, a win in his last five and a top twenty at the track, which is an yeah. elevated event. So, um, yes, oh yes, it's Grio. Yes, I mean he used to not be able to putt worth a shit, and now he can putt, which is right. weird. It's still weird to me that he can actually putt now. You fix um, one part of your game, another part of it goes. <laughs> exactly what happened. My my buddy texted me the other day. He's like, dude, I just had the best round uh, over the, my driver of my life, and I said, what what part of your game went away? <laughs> that was my response back. Exactly. Nobody knows how to do. <laughs> Four great of anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and I took Siwu at four, four to one because uh, I, I I think he he used he, listen, he's still kind of a roller coaster. Um, but if you if you look, I like the comp courses that uh, people who understand golf courses much better than me, like like Steve and Andy and those guys, like all and and uh, who Bamford guy. Uh, yeah, I mean he's volatile still, but you know. Yeah, fourth at the Memorial, 29th at the Schwab, has won TPC, plays well at Augusta, and it's four to one for Cebu. Um, he's a dude who I root for because uh, any golfer that has broken a club and at Augusta then had to putt with a three wood is my type of guy. Um, so, so, so yeah, I like him at four to one. And these are the these are the fun ones for me. And if one of those hits, it's fucking gravy. It's not like I'm betting it as heavy as I'm betting Brooks at you know minus one. I get minus one thirty, twenty third or better. Which or is the same 20? price for his wow. top tw- top twenty three or better? Which is another sucker bet. Which means he's the, this is terrifies me when these sucker bets come and on. The, the price guys looks that I'm too on good, outright. and the price looks too fair. Yeah, I know. Well, exactly. I mean, no, it's too good to be sense. true. It's too good to be true. He is yeah, one of the better short game players on tour. Like when, he, granted, we only we've only seen him in three tournaments this season, but I mean, his short game, he has gained four, nine, and five strokes at the Masters PGA Championship, and he was open. So. He's one of the yeah. best short game players and he's one of the best ball strikers on tour. Clearly he's back to full health is what we've seen Clearly. from Clearly. 2022 and season prior to leaving for the tour for to and, live, he does, so. and he doesn't, and he doesn't three putt. Like he doesn't three putt much. Like he, he's a guy who will two putt to death. He's clutch. Yeah. He's so clutch. You can kind of, yeah. you can always rely on him. Oh, if he needs to birdie to get into the playoffs, he's going to make that. But <laughs> that's one of yeah. the best things about backing Brooks is in the, any type of market. Yeah, exactly. Right. What else you got? You got anything else? Top 20. Um, let me take a look. There was a couple players on my long list. Um, there was okay. So for another top thirty, Brian Harmon is somebody that I backed last week in for the Scottish Open, and it, he nearly he he gave me a little sweat there. Um, Brian Harmon <laughs> for top thirty is plus one fifty. Um, for a top twenty, you're getting plus two seventy five, and to win, it's a mega one hundred twenty five to one. <laughs> yeah, Harmon was too short of the lead after round three, and yeah. I was like, you know what? And he was the only player that I took aside yeah. from Rory. So if you're, right. so if I'm picking Rory and a guy who's too short of Rory, <laughs> yeah. At, and last good. week he was one hundred to one, and now he's one hundred twenty five to one. Like I'm doing something right. So I just believe yeah. that he has the ability right now. He's not a bomber off the tee, but he is. No accurate you know that he's he's kind of one of those those 70 those old man players who's they don't hit far but they hit straight <laughs> that's exactly yeah. brian Harmon. 
and he shot a 74 on round four just like scotty uh, just like a rim who am i saying <laughs> just like ricky fowler so <laughs> yes he lost two and a half strokes from tita green that's a bit worrisome he had four bogeys on round four but other than that like he it was, lost it was so windy though it was, it was so really windy, windy and that i took that into account it was his yeah. first tournament that he lost strokes on his irons and his since missing the cut at the memorial but yeah. he's done well um at the pga gym i mean well it's kind of it's a bit he of shows a up shot. he shows up when you don't think he's gonna show up because he's super short but he plays well but he's also clutch putter yeah, like, yeah. you know that you're yes. always going to rely yes. on you know that he's always going to be a better short game player than he is with anything else so if he can show yeah. up with his iron play if he can just keep it in the fairway and keep to his irons like he always typically does he's one of the best short game players right now um especially especially in the like the last 32 rounds he has plenty of yep. open championship experience he's been playing since 2014 um so i think a top 30 for him at plus 150 makes sense yeah, I know people who have the outright on them. So yeah, it's not it's not crazy. <laughs> yeah. Who else you got on uh, the long list? There. Um, I mean, all of these are just like talking points because really the only guy that I yeah. bet is got is Scotty Scheffler. But Cam Young was interesting to me. He was on my he was yeah. on my long list before I eliminated him. But he took solo second at this tournament last year. But what people are going to see is that, oh, he took second at the Open last year. Let's not forget, it was a different course. And that right. is a very different layout. That was oh, wide yeah. open fairways. You can really just bomb it off the tee with like no regard to where you're going. This course is not that. And nope. Cam Young may get all the credit for the driving distance. He's top five in the field for that regard. But he's outside the top 50 for driving accuracy. And mm -hmm. we're talking about maybe this is in like a difficult course. It's not very thick, rough. But if you see like the out of, the out of bounds areas, they're very, they're right there. So you don't have a lot of wiggle yeah. room for some of those in play like OB shots. So, I mean, yes, he's a bomber off the tee and you're getting good value for him. Um, but I mean, I'm just not looking at the course. He only took tees. His last tournament that he finished was a T six at the John Deere. Good off the tee, typically good around the green or at least neutral. But neutral, I think yeah. this is just a different type of course setup. He missed the cut at the PGA championship, which I'm using as a comp course. Um, and so that's kind of all I'm going with. And he hasn't really yeah. done well in majors this year. Yeah. He took T51 at the players, which is a big time tournament. He did do T7 at the masters, but then he missed the cut at the PGA championship and T32 at the U S open. So I know that a lot yeah, of people are going to like him because of his off the tee game. And if we're talking about off the tee being important, but there's just not enough for me to want to back him. Yeah. He's, uh, he's fallen out of favor with the, the golf gambling community. What's funny is Paul Tesori on his bag when Webb let him go <clears throat> and everybody thought it was going to improve right and then he I think it was the it was either the first or second tournament he went out and shot like a 27 on the front nine everybody's like oh shit and then but since then he hasn't died I mean everybody was calling for a win uh for Cam Young this year like hey when is he going to get it when is he going to get it and he's, he's regressed he's regressed yeah I agree a little bit yeah um you got any uh you're getting like weird exotic bets um, how about I know, so you got Scotty first round leader. I know that, right? How about the head to head market? Um, oh, well, actually, yeah, Terrell got? Hatton, he was also somebody that I had, okay. that I had on my long list, yeah. um, that I decided to eliminate. Hatton for me has been similar to Ricky Fowler in that if I've been betting him in the top 20 market more often than not, he comes in clutch. But his odds yeah. here, pain juice for it, minus 110 for a top 20 finish. He took T6 at the Scottish Open, gained strokes in absolutely every single category. Um, so as of right now, I have not bet him. However, 
I'm going to find a way to wager on him, probably in the head-to-head market. I don't like his top 20 odds, and I don't trust him for a top 10 finish. But he does have plenty of good results this year. Um, he, yep. he took... He's had a great year. He's had a great year. T15 at the PGA Championship, followed that up with the T12 at the Memorial. He has three, he has two top five finishes in his last three tournaments T3 at RBC Canada, T6 last week at the Scottish Open. Great off the tee, great ball, good, solid iron play. His putting, always top notch. He has gained strokes putting in like seven straight tournaments, and it's yeah. around the green game that has a little bit of struggle. But from tee to green, he's the top five player. Like, So why would you not consider him in some fashion? I just haven't decided yeah, which way I wanted to bet him. Yeah, I can't remember who he was matched up against what I had access to uh, this afternoon. I didn't like it. They're getting, they're really pissed. Like, these books are getting so irritating with the matchups. I'm like, why would you like, they're too close. I'm like, I hate this. I'm like, I was like, it's like, I don't want, I like both of these guys. I'm, I'm not going to bet them. I'm like, you can talk yourself in and out of either position. It's fucking right. maddening. So who do you got for your matchup? Cause you were, are you still on your ridiculous streak? Oh, actually, because it's kind of weird how golf has been working out. Like once I had this ridiculous streak of, okay, I can't miss in the head to head market. Yeah. I'm cashing top twenties, but none of my outrights have been hitting. Now my outrights are hitting and my head to heads are losing. <laughs> so, I'll take, I'll take outrights all day. Honestly, I will too. That's especially when fine. I'm picking yeah. two players to yeah. win and one of yeah. them does yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or picking yeah, yeah. one player to win and he does. Yeah. Well, there is one matchup that I'm looking at. Uh, haven't solidified it yet. I usually do those Wednesday morning, but I'm going to stick with minimal Lee. How I like to do my head-to-head yeah. -head matchups are the players that I think are going to contend either in the top 30, top 20 market. I tend to look for them in the head-to-head -head market as well. And minimal Lee for me, over, plus 115, an underdog over Tony Finau. Um, okay. I just really like where Minwoo Lee's game is right now. He's great off the tee. I'm holding less importance to that iron play and looking at the solid around the green game. Tony Finau is kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of has kind of dropped off this season. Um, he's he was doing really, really well there, but as of late, I'm looking. I look at really recently in the last 32 rounds, and Tony Finau is going through it right now. He missed he his last miss. He last played in early July, missed the cut at the Rocky Mortgage. It was the second missed cut in his last four tournaments. Missed the cut at the Charles Schwab. Um, ever since winning the Mexico Vidant, Mexico Open. He's mm -hmm. kind of haven't done anything since. <laughs> he's losing yep. strokes off the tee. He's losing <clears throat> strokes with his irons. He's losing strokes, like hemorrhaging with his putter. Like, yeah, this is. I'm kind of surprised his that Minwoo Lee is, is an underdog in this spot, but it's purely based yeah. off of like maybe like world ranking. It's an amateur yeah, against now who has a couple yeah, tour it's name wins. Value. Yeah, it's, it's just name value. That's all, and it's nice to be able to capitalize on on the book just. Throwing out because it's a name, they'll make it the favorite. They know they're going to get money on it because casuals come in on majors. They're going to see Tony Finau. They're not going to know who the hell Min really is. And exactly. it blindly. <laughs> he just got his amateur card compared to Tony Finau, who has a couple of tour wins. So I think yep. it's just that's the reason why you're getting the underdog value. But if you look yeah. at super recent form, Finau ain't it. <laughs> I like that one. I, the only the only one I found was, and this is and this is early. I got to have more. But I got Ricky over a Fleetwood. Uh, okay. All the reasons we talked about Ricky, the juice is even on both sides, minus 110. I think Tommy 
even if he's in contention on Sunday, he's not going to, he's going to melt like he always does. It, unless he is like so far out of the tournament that he'll shoot like a Sunday 62 to like backdoor something. So I'd rather him be in contention uh, or miss the cock completely. The hometown narrative, how much pressure is going to be on him. He grew up like right down the street, um, you know? So I, I, yeah, I mean, after he didn't win the Canadian Open and then his performance at the Scottish, like, I'm good. I'm good with Fleetwood. He's going to be chalk in DFS. That's never good. So, uh, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Ricky over Tommy. Yeah, I don't just I don't just like that. I think Fleetwood is a he's just one of those players that when I bet on him, he doesn't do well. When I bet against him, he does. So it's just like I can't figure him out. He has <laughs> right. too much inconsistency. So because of the consistency from Fowler, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm with it. I like that. So, um, you got any other head to heads you like, or is just you just solo? so far that's it. So how yeah, about let's just jump straight into the first round leaders, which is right, who, you, who you got all the players. <laughs> so you just never know. With these. <laughs> and have you looked at? I know that it's Steve who likes to look at this, but um, what what uh the what morning slate or the afternoon is most likely to come out with the with I'm the, I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the I'm I won't be placing any first round leaders until like tomorrow night, like right before I go to sleep. Because mm-hmm. I want to get the most accurate win. I want to get the most accurate win. But I mean, typically for the most part, it's all the morning guys are typically going to have an advantage because it's going to be softer. But I want to take a look at the temperature, see when it, see when it's going to stop raining and where the where are the gusts at. Um, and they did a pretty good job of spreading the studs out when I was looking at the at the tee time. Um, and it doesn't look. I mean, it's it's the wind can change at any point. That's the problem, right? I mean, there's almost no reason to do it unless right. all of a sudden. Like it comes in, but yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be my likely list of, of bumps I like to root for. So you're going to have Scotty, right? I'm, pro- I'm going to, I'm just going to run down my list of players that made it on my long list, and it's going to be Brian Harmon, um, Minwoo Lee, Brian Harmon, Minwoo Lee, Ricky Fowler, <laughs> yep. and Scotty Shuffler. Um, wow. I'm even probably going to include Rory, just because. How do you not? Um, he almost came in as a first round leader last week. I know, tournament, I know, but I think he, what was he? What did he finish he, on the he day? Six, he was six, he was six, under. six under, yeah, six under. Benny on shot nine under, ridiculous. So I'm gonna just by <laughs> default, you kind of have to, like, even if he doesn't end up on your betting card, you take him in a first round leader. That's just what you do, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. And Scotty's number, uh, I saw uh, a 22 first round leader out there. Oh, that's nice. Anywhere between 18 and 22. I'm like, you're getting almost, you know, basically triple the odds for a first round leader versus the whole tournament. Oh, that's why I exactly. like Plus, it's a Thursday sweat. What else are you doing? Like, that's, that's the best part of it. The best part of Thursday is the is the Thursday sweats. But yeah, I'll have, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably join you on Rory, maybe Scotty. I don't know. I can't have two, two. I, I think you have to have both because Rory, this was the first tournament he won the Scottish Open and it was his first tournament. Yeah. What he had been struggling with was yeah. fourth round scoring. He yeah. was great in the first three days and he fell off the face of the earth mm. come day four. And yep. this is the first time that he came in clutch. So Not this now. is why I trust Rory for a first round leader. I trust Scotty always okay. for a first round leader. Um, so I don't mind having both of them, especially since you're getting better odds as first round leader than you are getting as an outright market. So they're just automatically you plug them in. That's what you do. <laughs> okay, I got you. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, yeah, I'll have those. But then uh, I'm definitely gonna. Unless I'm gonna. As soon as we're done with this, I'm gonna go look at the weather again because unless there's something I'm really missing, I'm just gonna blindly bet every single player and I'm shoot under. But like on that book, like I'm just gonna do it. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I'm not gonna pick and choose. I'm just gonna go. 
all the way down. I may leave some guys off like JT or somebody like that. Right. Who's like in my in my doghouse. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. You got any like other exotics like Miss Cots or anything like that? I always like to do a couple of Miss Cots. Um, I have a what is it? The what did I do for my prop today? I took the uh the lowest tournament round score to be Ooh, okay. six, under sixty four. Sixty four. I was trying to find sixty four yeah, and a half. I was, looking, I was half. looking at that earlier. I was trying to yeah. find sixty four and a half. I couldn't find it anywhere that wasn't like heavily juiced. So I'm taking mm. the risk that worst case that it's a push at sixty four, <laughs> but you're getting plus yep. money odds at plus one thirty. But no one shot better than 65 in here at Hoy Lake. But I mean, that's going to change. That was a long time ago, 2014. Technology's gotten better. Yep. The players have gotten better. Rain is going to make yep. the greens a lot more receptive. There's going to be yep. very little to no wind that's going to come into play. Um, and maybe like the days in the waves, just because of not, ha not having wave, just not having wind. I mean, unless something changes in the forecast, low scores are going to be heavily possible. Every week in the BJ, it feels like a birdie fest. All you need is one player. Yep. No, I agree. I, yeah. So I was, it's funny. I was looking at that one. Uh, and so my options were above 64, exactly 64 or under 64. I mm -hmm. couldn't make up my mind if I wanted exactly because that, that takes the push out of the equation for me. So I can't, I, I, I left it alone, but I like the under 64. That, that's where my initial head was at. I couldn't uh, think of, I typically like to look at um, like the cut line. And yep. it was just, this is just too difficult of a, of a course for me to try to figure that out. Yeah. We, we just don't have enough data. So, I mean, yeah. so I'll take a risk at plus money. Yeah, I like it. And then so I got a couple of missed cuts for fun because JT plus 160. Uh, it looks like dog shit. I don't care. Uh, and, his, and his open history is trash. Uh, Spieth, because he's a roller coaster, he could go out. It, oh, yeah. Him winning, him winning or getting cut would not surprise me. Like it's, it's, it, it's always in the cards with Jordan. And then uh, can't lay uh, because I. Yeah, I'm getting three to one on a guy who his least golf is not great. He backdoored the top 10 or 15 last year. He was never really in contention uh, at St. Andrews. Um, obviously, uh, missed the cut uh, at the Scottish. So, yeah, three to one for can play to, to get cut. That would make me happy too because he's a prick. So, um, yeah, let's, uh, let's, those, are, those are my missed cuts. So. That sounds good. I feel like yep. here's our laundry list of bets is a lot smaller this week without having Steve, but I still feel like we have plenty. <laughs> I, I think like we've we gone through well. a good list of players of why yep. we either like them or don't like them for my card. But I mean, I'm keeping my strategy yep. the same and it's keep it narrow. Yeah. And if it works out great and if it doesn't, then there's always next week. Yeah. If it, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. All right. So tell, her, so tell everybody uh, where they can find you, what you're up to, and where they can find all your stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, everything is on posted up on Twitter um, for Yahoo Sportsbook. It's Pamela M35 and bodybuilding stuff. If you like to watch me deadlift, <laughs> you can see me on Instagram at Pamela.Maldonado35. All right, cool. All right, Pamela. Well, thanks for coming on. All right. Uh, and then I'm going on the Mothership Show uh, at 1030 Eastern tonight, even though I'm tired. Uh, so me and Matt Gannon will do the DFS Idol like we normally do. Uh, because Steve's out, so Matt's going to take his place. And uh, yeah, other than that, it's uh, the final major of the year. So depressing. But let's break them up. Let's break them up.